Welcome to my testimony and today we have, yes, we have the, the one and only Samantha Gray. <laughs> Welcome to my testimony. Thank you for having me. Samantha is so multi-talented, singer, musician, artist and, and medical field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh it's a pleasure to have you on my testimony, a remarkable young lady, and um, can't wait to get into this story. Yeah. And I know the viewers are gonna be blessed by yes. your story. So welcome again to my testimony. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. my testimony let's um let's have a word of prayer mm -hmm. father we just thank you so much today thank you for the beautiful day you've created for us thank you for samantha grady thank you for her testimony and we we pray that as she shares with us that uh, you'll just speak through her and that uh we will just be blessed by it and the viewers will be blessed by it we just ask that everything will go according to your will. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, wow. So, Samantha, yes. you are now in college, right? Yes, I How's am. it going? How is it going? It's such a big change from high school. Like, it's uh -huh. unbelievable, actually. <laughs> um, no, I mean, not only, like, the environment, um, which, mm -hmm. personally, I am grateful for the new environment, but... Yeah. Also, just the schoolwork and how you really need to study. It's just a whole different ball game. Right. But I'm right. genuinely enjoying journey, learning so much things. And oh, wow. I'm, I'm That's happy. Awesome. That's awesome. And what are you studying? I'm studying biology on the pre-med track and psychology. Okay, cool. All right. So you used to go to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. And... Um, you were there for four years. How long were you there for? The whole high school time? Yeah, the whole four years. Okay. Let's go back to your junior year. You would have been in your junior year. Tw 2018 yes. was your junior year. And what was a regular day like when you go to school? Well, so that time, uh, if I remember my schedule correctly, I had psychology first. So I was in AP Psych. Um, and a few other classes. So I would, it would be my first class I go to. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, I'm a person who's quite late <laughs> often. So I would always get there late or run to class, like uh -oh. genuinely sprint. So right. That's normally the typical day, just running to class. Um, hopefully I didn't like get in trouble. Um, <laughs> trying to just, like memorize things because I had yeah. a test that day as well. Okay. Um, I was just like going through each classes, having lunch, sitting with my friends at lunch, mm -hmm. and like I think we had seven classes at the time. Just go through all of those and wow. just pretty much like go through the day and learn right. stuff. I mean, typical school day, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then. Um, then on February, February 14th, 
2018. Um, yeah, that that tragic day. Well, um, what happened that day? So the I must say, like the night before, I had a concert for All County Orchestra. I was in the orchestra as well. So that we had a test the next day on the 14th. So I that was pretty much all my mind was focusing on. Again, I had AP Psych first. So I was just focusing on the test. I forgot it was Valentine's Day. It didn't matter to me anyway, but <laughs> I was mostly focusing on my test, um, trying to get something in my brain. Um, so I went to that class. I took the test. Um, and after that, my friend um, Helena, my best friend at the time, her class was right next door. So we just um, I waited for her when I got out and then she came out and then she um, reminded me it was Valentine's Day. She's like, more of my Valentine here, like a card. Oh. Um, yeah, it was cute. <laughs> um, but at the time I was really into like K-pop, um, the K-pop scene. So mm-hmm. it was a card, <laughs> I know, but it was a card of a K-pop star, okay. Kai. So okay. I was like so excited about it. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is great because it's the best thing ever. Um, so after that, we just went through our day. I went to orchestra, did what I had to do. Um, we ate lunch together um, outside because it's an outdoor school. It's, right. That's kind of style. So we ate lunch outside. And then I went to physics. And then after physics, I went straight to the ho- my Holocaust class. And that's where everything transpired in that class. So it was in the class itself was in the 1200 building, um, mm-hmm. which is the freshman building, as okay. it's most commonly known. Mm-hmm. Um, although I wasn't a freshman, most freshman classes are in that building, so that's okay. why they call it that. Okay. Um, so we were in there, we were doing a project, which is very ironic, but um, it ended up being ironic. But we were doing a project on hate crimes. Oh, wow. And yeah, and in the U.S., we had a few days prior, we had to research, um, like, hate groups in Florida. Mm-hmm. And my group found a group that was located in Boca. And I remember being very surprised about that oh, wow. because it was so close. Like, if yes, you don't know, Boca is, like, maybe an hour to half an hour away right, from right. where I was. So I'm like, right. it was very, very close. And I remember being surprised. And it was the anti-Muslim um Group. Okay. okay. So we made our yeah. So we made our presentation on that, and then um, we did some things on the computer about the 1936 Olympics in Germany. Okay. I'm um, just talking about. We were really focusing on like racial and like hate and all of those things, which again plays a really big part, and it's quite ironic yes, in the scheme it of is. things. It is. Um, but we were we were doing that and while we were typing and like doing online assignments then we heard shots mm. and whatnot so we um i remember personally my experience um i remember just typing away laughing with my friend who sat behind me and mm-hmm. we were just laughing about random things probably this like show or something and we heard shots and then like everything like, it was dead silent Mm. And because like you didn't know, we didn't know what was happening. Because like anyone hearing a loud right. sound, you know, like maybe two big loud sounds, it's like oh my goodness, what is that? That's your mm. first instinct to just mm-hmm. freeze and listen. Right. Um. So we were doing that, and then it continued. Oh wow. And then my friend Amanda, another friend of mine, she like has anxiety. She had anxiety. 
and like she was very anxious so she was like the first one to bolt you know she she um, left so, it like, she left, she left the room no, she didn't leave the room, but like she was sitting next to me, so she was the first one to head towards the safety, more okay. safer space, okay. pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she ran towards my left, which is book, which is like which was a bunch of bookcases mm-hmm. and a cabinet, a metal cabinet. So she ran towards that, and then I was still stuck in my chair. Mm. I'm like, I mean, I've never heard real gunshots before. I didn't right. like. I've never been to a range. I've never mm-hmm. like you right. know. I've never heard that. So I just. I was trying to process things. I normally process things before I react. Right. So I was just, like, processing, waiting. Um, and then my friend Helena, my best time, she was the one who pushed my shoulder, said Sam, and that's when I, I had to go somewhere. I had to move. I had to get out of the position. So, again, I ran to my left uh, following Amanda, and then I just crouched next to the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Um Two of the boy, two guys in my class, um, honestly, have no idea how they thought in that situation, because contrary to popular belief, you can't really think. Yeah. You don't really like say, right. okay, so that's a good. That's a no, you just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just wow. instinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have no idea how they thought of this. I have no idea how. Those two boys, maybe God gave them a moment of clarity, but they thought to move the metal cabinet mm-hmm. in front of bookshelf. Oh. And that pretty much saved the people who were there our lives. Right. Um, so they moved it uh, before the shooter came to our classroom. All right. of this happened before. Mm. Um, so we were all like together, scouching, or I guess scouching down, um, by by the bookshelf, um, I was just focusing on in front of me, moving up closer to get closer to the cabinet. I was kind of, mm-hmm. I got there late, I guess. Mm-hmm. So right. I wasn't next to, I wasn't behind, I was kind of far off. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to move closer to get to that. And then my friend Helena, she was behind me, and then she was saying, grab a book, maybe it'll help. We grab a book, mm-hmm. very tiny, tiny book. Um, mm-hmm. And we held it up, and then I'm just like, this is stupid, and I threw it down. Because I didn't want to attract more attention to myself. Yeah, right. I was in the right frame of mind. I was just, like, completely, like, out of it, pretty much. But I was just focusing on moving up, moving closer. At one point, I was completely on top of this other dude on my class, in my class, just trying to get some shelter from the... How many people in your classroom? I'm about 20 or so. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, the classroom... Is like in a square shape yeah. so like the door is here and then there's like a blind spot yeah. and then I was like not in the blind spot I guess uh-huh. I'm gonna put it that way okay. so more than half of the class ran to the blind spot okay so they weren't seen but I again, never being in a situation like this and right. having obviously thankfully no experience with that right. I ran to the side where that was the closest to me Oh, and that okay. was not in the blind spot. Blind spot. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And and there there was no other room in that classroom that you guys could have gone into. It was just that bookshelf. Correct. I mean, there were cab like cabinets, yeah. mm-hmm. but they were on the direct side of the door, and door. it probably wouldn't have made sense yeah. to go in the cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was like locked in. Like it wouldn't have been a good idea. So we went to the best place, you know, that we could. Okay. okay. Um. 
I was kind of just sitting there and just waiting and just shots came rapidly. I did not look up. I kind of just focused mm-hmm. on in front of me and on the floor. So wow. I personally have no idea when he came to our classroom or anything. Like I have none, no idea about that. Okay. Um, but I do remember like heaviness, you know, like a very heavy air. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can describe it. Like some very heavy yeah. and, um, like forceful but heavy and forceful Mm. um so i guess in now looking back at it i would interpret that as to be like when he came to our classroom and started like shooting inside the classroom Mm. when i felt that heaviness so um i was going through all of that um and then you know everything transpired but like one thing that i will like state at looking back I have no idea how I said this. I was I was thinking of God. I was praying, but my prayer was not like, God, help me. Mm. It was, God, I know you got this. You know what you're doing. And wow. to me, that is just so astounding. Like, how did I pray that? Wow. And although, although I was the one who prayed it, I still don't know how I prayed that, you know? Wow. And like, I... I must, like, I know for a fact it had been, like, the foundation. Like, I grew up in the church. You know, I always knew that God was the real thing. Mm. Um, But, you know, I always had that faith in him. But Mm. I never knew I had that much faith to say it's all Mm. in your hands, you know. Right. It was a really good, like, experience for me to realize that of myself. That I put all my faith, my whole life, in God's hands. Mm. Um, So after I prayed that, I just felt a peace. Mm-hmm. Like it's the weirdest feeling ever, but it's like a calmness. Like it was calm in the storm, pretty much. Yes, yeah. It was like a calmness and then like a fact. It wasn't like a distinct fact in my mind, but like yeah. I knew for a fact that I wasn't gonna die that day. Wow. And wow. I get, that was my only like moment of real clarity throughout that whole situation. But mm. that's one thing I knew for sure. So I just kept praying. I ended up calling nine one one at one point um but yeah that's pretty much it and then we heard police come in we left the building um i was the first one to leave my classroom um i ended up being injured actually um, okay but i didn't know so like Mm -hmm. my there was a person who was to the right of me but she was hiding behind a book cart and she was the one who told me you're injured you should let someone know that so when the police came, they asked if anyone was injured, and then I raised my hand, yeah. not knowing how bad I was injured or anything. Okay. Did you feel anything? So then, Did you feel anything? Not at all. Oh, wow. wow. Nothing. Just, so, like, a, a wetness, I guess. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. But um, I didn't feel anything. I had no idea. Um, but I uh, left the classroom and whatnot. I ended up calling my parents. Mm-hmm. Which was a conversation. Oh I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, if anyone knows my parents, yeah. they, like, they love me very, very, very much. They must have been so relieved to hear your voice. They had no idea anything happened, though. Oh. So I was the one who told them. Oh, they didn't oh, wow. even know yet? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, I had SAT practice that afternoon. Uh-huh. So my mom was making me a snack, you know, because I was straight after school. Yeah. So I called her, she's like, hi, honey, and like cooking, like cutting up bananas. Right, she oh was right. And I'm like, 
So um, there was a shooting at the school, and then I don't really remember much about the phone call. I just remember speaking to my dad afterwards yeah. and my mom, like, going ballistic pretty yeah, much. I can right. um, yeah. Yeah, so they ended up leaving everything, driving to the school. But um, while they were doing that, I was still very paranoid um, about the situation. So, like, I went – so my school, there's, like, a – neighborhood across the street from my school mm-hmm. and there's like a little hill that is um that has like bushes and stuff to block out the, okay. the houses from the street right so right. i went towards that because that's where all the students were led towards and then okay. while i was walking i heard that he's still here he might be here oh, and wow. i was just like no 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 not today like i was just very like i'm gonna protect myself i'm gonna make sure that i'm okay yeah. and i like, ran through um I went through the bushes into the neighborhood, and okay. was kind of, like I grabbed my friend as well, and we were not Helena, but another person from my class. Yes. Um, and we went into that neighborhood, mm. and then I got paranoid again because it was like no one in there. So yeah. I would go by the police, um, and I feel like I would be safer. So we went out of the neighborhood by the police, and then okay. then I remembered, oh, I'm injured. So I'm like, let me just get this checked out. I didn't look. I couldn't. Like I was. Far, farthest thing from my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I went to the paramedics, and I'm like, I knew the general location because someone told me. I'm like, I'm injured. They looked at it, and they're like, oh, okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. And oh, that's wow. when I knew it was kind of like, oh, I'm actually injured, like, seriously. Um, they thought, in the end, they, like, inspected me and whatnot. They, um, and it turned, it out, turned out that I was injured in two places shot twice oh. um wow. and in the beginning they thought it was like one bullet through my body um, yes but in the end it was like two bullets one ricocheted and then one uh fragments and then one ricocheted into me. so wow. it ended up not being as serious as they initially thought it was but again i didn't feel anything I feel like I'm not the best person with pain tolerance, so I feel like that was like God's like, don't, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll block that a little bit for you. Yeah. Right. Especially, and adrenaline is a very powerful Oh, thing. yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, um, but that's pretty much it with that. I went, I ended up going to the hospital um, where they treated me, and that's when I see my parents, and that's, mm-hmm. they came to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And again, that reunion was, oh very tear filled and yeah. like the relief on my parents face which is exactly i mean um but unfortunately um while i was in the hospital or while the whole thing was transpiring mm-hmm. my best friend that i was talking about before helena mm. um she was in the classroom with me and when i was in there i seen she did get hurt she did get shot but i and she did it looked like a bad scenario but i was still like the doctors are great you know there's a miracle and like we didn't really know what um was transpiring with the whole like situation so we had no idea what happened to helena her mom didn't know no one informed her like we were all in limbo pretty much um so we ended up like later on that evening at like three in the morning um we found we ended up finding out like um her mother miss Anne, she went to multiple different hospitals like trying to figure out what was happening with her child 
and we didn't end up knowing until three in the morning then i got a phone call and a text message um informing me that she had passed away oh wow Um, Wow. and she did not uh, make it so um that was that was hard very hard i mean someone that i knew for five years you know it was hard to know that they weren't gonna with me and like it's not even that part just like someone who i knew was my best friend you know i put all my confidence you know yeah so it was very hard for me and i can't even imagine what her mother went through Mm. during those hours where she had no idea what happened with her child yeah yeah. you know not a mother yet you know Mm. i can imagine that that would just it's painful and excruciating but um, yeah. So and and she shared yeah. she shared a moment with you earlier that day yeah. with with the Valentine's yeah. card and everything. Yeah. yeah, and that was like I say, um, <laughs> on a Saturday note, but like that was the last gift she ever gave me, and I still have it, the little picture of that K-pop star in my room. But you know, and like my birthday actually was a few days before that, mm. and um. A lot of the times, like, when I invited her to birthdays, her mother was also very strict. She never really, sometimes she would come, sometimes she wouldn't. But on that birthday, her mother allowed her to come. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for that. You know? I'm like, obviously none of us knew, but I'm so grateful that I got to have that moment with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a a lot of healing um, had to be done, Samantha. when you were healing, uh, where, 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 where was God in this healing? Everywhere, the whole, oh my goodness, throughout the whole process. I don't know, like, I don't know if I would be sane today, mm. relatively sane today, if I didn't have God throughout the whole thing. Um, just even looking back, a lot of people doubt a lot of, um, you know, why is there suffering? Why is, like, a lot of questions arise and... I don't know the answers to that, like in sin, but like, you know, more de- detailed answers to that. But yeah. all I, I mean, having God and having that knowledge that he was there and he was present for me was just, it helped me not justify a lot of things. It helped me move on and just like move on, I guess, move on from that situation and move on mm-hmm. from the pain and like yeah. all of that. Cause I mean, going losing anybody and going through any traumatic experience is just, it's hard to wrap your mind around, um, no matter right. what exactly. it is. Exactly. So having a foundation and knowing that God is with you and knowing that God is always for you mm. um, is always is like one of the big things that helped me. Plus my parents, they're mm. always praying for me and all of that. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad that like that transpired. Right. Wow. And uh, and we saw that with you, even in when you were in the depths of the other uh, situation, that you did not do a panic prayer. Yeah. And um, yeah. most of us, I mean, that's a lesson for, for, for even me personally, because um, most of us, when we get ourselves in a situation, we, we did that panic prayer. But you did a prayer yeah. of peace. Uh, what, what do you yeah. think? What, what do you think contributed to that? The only thing I can really think of is just my foundation and like the way I was brought up, uh, my mother, ever since I was young, would sing to me stories and like sing to me about God's love. And I grew up in a household, um, very like religious and very like strict and whatnot. So although there were some downsides, I really definitely um, 
because of that foundation and worship every morning, every evening, that really contributed to my, and not only that, but just the example that I see in my parents as well, that just also helped me to realize that, you know, God is a forefront in their lives, and they've been through a lot of things themselves, and the fact that they still put God first was also a very good testimony to me, mm-hmm. and also kind of renewed my faith. Plus singing as well, I I love to sing, and every song that I sing has to do with God and whatnot, and my faith, and through that I feel because music is so powerful and it's such a big thing in my life that that so helped contribute to my faith um, and my perseverance in God. Nice. Amen. Amen. So how are you, how are you ministering to, um, to other kids who went through that same um, experience as you? Cause I, I know, I know you have your ministry. Uh, how are you ministering to, um, are you ministering to any of the other kids? That, that went through that same traumatic experience? Well, I, I, I mean, when I was in the school, I, yeah. I tried to, you know, like, just mostly, but, like, through my example, and if anyone ever talked to me, I would say, God is with you, and, like, those things. Mm. Um, it, it's kind of hard um, to really minister to the people in my school a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Coming through the tragedy, it was very anger like there was yeah. so much anger so much what was like, that final what was your final year like um being in school your senior year it was it was weird like it was mm-hmm. very weird it was like everyone was kind of like in a limbo mm. um we were just going through emotions like getting things done doing schoolwork but at the same time one thing that i've actually i realized um going to college is that the environment, everyone had the same like, tension. Yeah. Um, when the fire alarm rang a few times, everyone mm-hmm. froze and we were all like, oh my goodness, like we had that uh, sense of fear um, that something was going to happen again. Mm. And it was way different going to Nova, where I go now, going to college. The fire alarm rang a few times um, and like everyone was just like, chill, like, okay, we'll continue teaching. While I was having like a mini panic attack. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> It was, it was, I mean, I'm glad I got out of that environment, but it was very weird because it was all very tense, you know? That's kind of what I remember from my senior year, the tenseness, but yeah. everyone just kind of getting through it, you know, just yeah. doing what they have to do. It was a very weird situation, but, you know, what could be expected, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's, uh, it's just amazing to see how, how God spared your life, um, you know, he told the devil that day, not not today, not today. You're not Amen. not taking my child, and um, and we all know the um, the the ongoing story with with MSD. Uh, the story is still not over. There's a lot of people still suffering. People still suffering. And uh, yeah. we're glad that mm-hmm. God is 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 you know holding holding you and and have you in His arms, and He's taking care of you, mm-hmm. and and your music. Um, tell us a little bit about your music ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes, so um, I, I've been singing since I was, I guess, two years old. I started at Plantation. Right, right. We remember. We remember. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, I just, I've had a passion and had a love for music. Um, and I ended up, I produced um, two albums, yep. Beautiful and Heavenly Home, yep. um, which are on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> but, of course, uh, right. <laughs> And and, so, and and I've been in the studio with Samantha. She's she's, she's a real deal. She's very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
Um, I mean, I love music, and I I feel like, I mean, any musician knows this, no matter what instrument you play, music is so powerful, and it, it transcends cultures of all kinds, and even if there's no words, you can feel emotion mm. and passion, and for me, again, as a musician, I hope that my music inspires people, and I hope that it brings them some sort of comfort, because we're all going through things, and sometimes music is the best healing um like immediate healing mm. that we all may need so i i mean i just genuinely hope that like my music and just god uses me to bring comfort and blessings to people amen amen, amen. amen. Wow. and yes. um there's um in the current time we're living in as we're doing this interview mm. um this week we, we've seen the, the turmoil that the world is going through oh, yeah. and um you being you being um part of a um interracial um makeup because uh, your your dad your dad is white your mom is black yeah. and um what would you say to people who are spewing this hate out there in in this in this time that we're living in in 2020 what would be what would be your um your words to um about speaking out about this situation well the thing is as like from a Christian point of view and just even from a person's point of view, mm. we're all human beings. We all have hearts, we all have organs, we all have mm. lungs, we all have the basic makeup of human beings, all Amen. God's creation. Amen. And the fact that one person is putting down the practically the same person as another, like just mm -hmm. because of a little thing like skin color mm -hmm. is just to me, like, completely ridiculous. Um, as a person who grew up interracial, like, mixed, I'm mixed, um, but mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've had to have that balance between, like, my white side and my black side, as they call it, mm -hmm. and just trying to figure out who I am and that identity. Um, it, it's been a journey, and seeing both sides of, like, um, like both viewpoints, actually, living through both of them it's just it's nonsensical to me to hate right. on another person right and just if you're hating on another person just because of skin color or because you're looking down on them because you think they're better than you or you're better than them mm -hmm. we're all like we all just need to remember that we're all god's creation and yeah. even like we are all people yeah. even if yeah, we don't man. believe in god and whatnot all people we all deserve to have respect we all try the best that we can to survive mm. and just respect other people, love other people. And that, that's pretty much it. Like hate is unnecessary. Mm. It shouldn't be a thing. Amen. Is, but Amen. It be. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all human. We're all of the human race. That's right. so, exactly. Yeah. In God's eyes. And he made us beautiful. He made all of us different skin colors for a reason. And that's for him. Mm. He made us all beautiful. Yeah. So, nice. so, nice. so, be, so before we wrap this up, what would be your your words of um, your words of encouragement for young people, especially yeah. people your age? You like know, go through traumatic experiences, yep. whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, I say this a lot, but like, I that is true. Just trusting God. Um, a lot of things seem uncertain. We live in an uncertain times. The mm -hmm. coronavirus. Mm -hmm what's happening um, with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. Everything's so uncertain. I mean, now there's like hurricanes coming and like, nice. we don't, we can't control anything. We don't know right. anything. Yeah. Um, and it's just very uncertain. And no matter 
what you're going through, just know that there is a person, a father, who's mm. truly looking out for you. Amen. Even if he takes you through these rough valleys, there's something better on the other side. Amen. Even if, I mean, these are all things that are here to shape us and to make us better and to um, lead us closer to him. So a lot of things that seem uncertain and just unknowing, but put faith and trust in God and everything will ultimately, it may take a while, but it'll alter now. And I believe, oh, what is the text? All things work together for good and mm-hmm. love the Lord or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. But like, yep. that is such a powerful text, you know? And there's a song saying, trust his heart. And it says, when you don't understand, when you don't see his plan, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. And I feel like that just sums everything up. Wow, yeah, it does. Nice, it does. It nice, really does. Nice. Amen again to your testimony, yeah. Samantha. And we are so happy mm-hmm. that God is faithful and you're still with us. Yeah. And, um, you know, you we, we you grew up. You We saw you growing up, Samantha. So, <laughs> so when you were a little baby, so we yeah. know. <laughs> So you know, so you know your uncle Dawn and your aunt, your, your, your uncle, uncle Dawn, your uncle calling on your auntie Dawn. <laughs> yeah, so your, your uncle, your uncle calling on your auntie Dawn loved you very much, and we're so we're so proud of you. So proud of you. So proud of you. So proud of you. Yeah. And just um, keep 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 living for God. How old are you now, Samantha? I'm nineteen. You're nineteen. See. There you go. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and you're living for God already and uh, just yeah. continue living for him and no matter what you go to don't let anyone take you off your part exactly. so we're so proud of you and um, tell tell mommy and daddy hello you know we love yeah. we love hello. you guys love you guys very much yeah. so all right. all right so don't you pray to take us home yes I will alright loving father we thank you so much what a powerful testimony this is um, you brought Samantha through, as Colin has said, we've seen her grow up before our eyes. Mm-hmm. And to see her go through something so horrendous and still come out and praise your name is amazing and a marvelous miracle. Yes. And so we give her to you and we give her family to you. We ask that as a testimony to us, that we will remember no matter what we go through, that we will keep on praising you and keep on giving our all to you. So we we can be ready to meet you. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Again, Samantha, thank yeah. you so much for spending your time with us. So I know you have I know you have better things to do like go sing some music and write some music. So <laughs> spending some time with you, with your uncle and your auntie, you know, we feel very special. <laughs> of course, again, anytime. All right. All right. All right. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>